It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening. Welcome to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor, la belle Angie Taylor. Always looking good. Thank you so much. And you do as well. And thank you. Yes. Well, you don't have to do much. (laughs) (laughs) You look good all the time. Uh, Speaking of you looking good all the time, I want to make sure that everybody knows hello. Thank you for being with us tonight. SimonandAngie.com. Also, Mm -hmm. 855 905 8255. But I saw you on In Bed with Simon on the FYI channel. I know you're taping new shows too. Yeah, we had a, a good uh, week of taping. Um, it's a good thing you you talk about that for a sec because one thing that I was talking about on first date, and I want your opinion as a woman, is for women, Angie, specifically for women, how far should a woman go on a first date? So everything is going well, and I was asking mm-hmm. that on the bed. What mm-hmm. would you recommend on a first date? How far do you think it's the right, How what step to go to? I don't think there's any hard and fast rules on that. I think you should go as far as you both want to go. I mean, if we're all adults and right. we're all having a good time and we all want to do whatever we want, I say you go with the energy, go with the flow. That's just me. I know a lot of people have other rules. Like I won't do, I won't kiss on the first date. I won't sleep with somebody until the 20th date. I don't know. Whatever the rules are, I think you got to throw the rules out and kind of like let your heart lead. That's my well, answer. But Simon... Already the phones. Look at this. Already, already? the phones. Oh, look at those yes. lines. Yeah, the red lights. Yes. Are, already. Wow. We just started. Eight, yes. So 855-905-8255. Somebody wants to comment on your question too. Maybe I'm completely wrong. I don't know. Maybe you feel we'll the see. same. We'll see. <laughs> Let's go to the phones when we come back on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So, Simon, I was talking about how on your FYI channel, you know, mm-hmm. I was watching In Bed with Simon. You, I know yes. you're taping new episodes, and you had a great question for me. Yeah, and I wanted to know your perspective on what women should do on the first date. Go all the way, half the way, when it comes to the ooh-la-la. I always feel like you should just kind of go with the flow. I mean, I feel like we're all grown-ups. You should do what you want to do. I don't know, but let's go to the phones, 855 855- 905-8255. Um, we have somebody on the line right now that wants to comment from Charleston, South Carolina. Say hello to Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Hey, how are you guys doing? Hi. Good. Good. You want to comment on this? Yeah, I mean, as a guy, uh, obviously, like, every guy's trying to get lucky on the first date. So I don't think they mind, like, we mind that, you know, if a girl, you know, as Simon says, does the ooh-la-la on the first date. But, um and as far as, like, everyone's on social media, like the apps and the dating apps, I mean, those aren't for looking – I don't think they're for long-term relationships anyway. They're just looking to hook up. So I don't find it a problem, um, you know, trying to – if a girl goes ooh-la-la on the first date, I guess, yeah. So, Kevin, is are you saying that if you meet on, like, an app or something and a girl wants to go all the way, you're down with that anyway because that's kind of like um, an un – spoken agreement i guess Uh, but but what if you kevin what if you are looking really for like a relationship and you meet a girl um wherever it is and you are on a first date with her and you're really into her she's really into you if she goes all the way with you are you gonna think think a certain type of way i mean as the guy i feel that if i'm really into her and she's really into me then i would kind of myself like be hesitant to go all the way just because but yeah, why? I wouldn't want but to why? ruin it. What's that? You, you would be hesitant because you wouldn't mm-hmm. want to ruin it? Why do you think it would ruin him? I mean, yeah, because like, if I really like somebody and she really likes me 
and we go all the way on the first date, then I don't know. There's, there's, I don't know if there's going to be a second date after that. You know, I'm just saying like, there's no looking forward to a second date. If you know, you, you go all the way in the first date. Cause I, you've got, that, you've got so. everything already done in one fell swoop and there's nothing left is what you're saying. Yeah. And then you never know. I don't know if you're going to be drunk, if you'll be drunk, you know, sex or whatever. And it might yeah. be awkwardness and then you know if you really like her and then you might be nervous so yeah i i i would if it's not on the dating app yeah i'd be hesitant to go all the way on the first date that's that's my point kevin i, I recommend highly even though there is a double standards for women to not go all the way with the ulala on the first date it's just like take your time it's like a three-course meal take your time for each <laughs> each uh, course you know the appetizer take your time date one and then the middle meal so- the dessert and so on you're telling women to yeah. pump the brakes, is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say, I would say, I would say, pump the brakes as well too. Yeah. So unless yeah. I'm on Tinder, I have to pump the brakes because on Tinder, everybody <laughs> I mean, knows Tinder, what Tinder's about. Yeah, Tinder and Bumble and all those apps. Those are like, hey, let's. I, those hey, are hookups. Hook up. So like, there's a difference between like a hookup date and a difference between a, a serious, hey, we're having a dinner. I think I might like you. I think I might want to go out on more than one date with you. You kind of know the difference you're saying on a first date. You know what it is. Yeah, like if you're going out to dinner and it's maybe it's like a, someone you've known for a while or like a coworker, or, and it's just been, you know, and you talk to them and you have a relationship with them already and you're just trying to, you know, if you actually like them, obviously, yeah, hooking up on the first date might cause more problems than, than you know, than good. Interesting. It's funny. We're on the same page, Angie. See, it's interesting. I'm glad Kevin called us because us guys know those things, right? Uh, the hookups uh, on Tinder, that's one thing. For the rest, you know, I think all men know that for women, it's best to kind of take the time. Really, yeah. don't don't give it all the first night. I'm going to give it whatever I want, whenever I well, want. Angie Teller, and if you're, you're still here, so. that would be great if you were still here the next day. And I hopefully the conversation that we had before the date, uh, before the end of the night, I should say, hopefully that conversation made you want to see me more. And then once I put the bam, ooh la la on you, you're <laughs> like, yes, I want more. Give me another date. Thank you very much. But... Yeah, I understand the hangups. I feel like those are self-inflicted. I feel like they're society-inflicted. But I get what you guys are saying. I understand. And it's good to hear your perspective as two single guys. So thank you for calling in. Thank you. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin, for calling in. Good luck to you. Have fun on Tinder, Kevin. (laughs) Be good. (laughs) Thanks for listening to The Rendezvous. We have more when we come back. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. So, Simon, we're still talking about uh, your topic that you had on In Bed with Simon, which remind us again what it was. Yeah, I just wanted to your perspective. I was asking the question uh, about first date, and I've asked you, Angie, specifically for other women, what you thought was the right steps to take on the first date. Some say you can go all the way. Some said so. You know, I wanted to know what you would recommend to other women. And you said that really... That- yeah, whatever you feel, because we're all grown-ups, right? So, like, if you're both in that moment, like, why should you be restricted by some rules or a book you read or, so I don't know. Here's something that I wanted to share with you from filming In Bed. 
so I was listening to some guys on the bed and the reaction. They said when we do the ulala with a new girl on the first night mm-hmm. or on the first date, mm-hmm. it doesn't give us a great image of the woman. And I said, why? I mean, that's kind of strange. And he said, well, because then I wonder if she did the same thing with the guy before me. So I would. So not who recommend- cares if she did? Well, <laughs> like so because all the guys are on there whenever they can. So why does it matter if we do? Be- because the, it seems. You know, there's a double standards on mm-hmm. this one. There is a double standard for sure. There is. There is. There is and that's, I think, and honestly, Simon, the double standard is, I think, why a lot of women play those games because we've been taught to act a certain way and go against sometimes what we feel or what we want because of some rules, societal rules, religious rules, family rules. And I think that. You know, that's where those perceptions come in on both sides of the fence. So I would say this as a, just a, my two cents after talking to you and then mm-hmm. the people on bed. I just say, if you want a relationship, maybe don't do everything ooh-la-la on the first night. Leave for, for the next second oh, day. No. I disagree. I, I let my husband did, smash okay. on the first night and we're still well, married. Like, <laughs> that, and that's just, wonderful. But, but that's, yeah. you, it's a risk you're taking, Angie. Yeah, it is a risk, of course. Everything is a risk. Getting in a relationship is a risk, I think. I think they're all risks. I say take your time, maybe the second date for the whole ulala and and four plates. Like you don't eat the whole meal all at once. You wait for the second See, meal, the third, you know, and so on. You're Captain but- Romance. I would eat the whole pizza in one sitting, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> we have more of the rendezvous when we come back. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Our phone number, 855-905-8255. Also at simonandangie.com. Love, dating, romance. Simon Marcel, at the French service. romance expert. Yes. So, Simon, I wanted to tell you, and I'm going to mm-hmm. pull up uh, Trisha, who works on our show as well, mm-hmm. uh, one of our producers. Trisha uh, is 25 years old. Beautiful mm-hmm. girl. You know Trisha. Certainly. Beautiful. I know Trisha. Malibu yeah. Barbie, I call her. Malibu Barbie. Tall. <laughs> Beautiful blonde living in L.A. and um, is telling us, you know, we, her and I had a conversation the other day. She said she's too busy to date guys. Right. And I really want to know what's going on because I, I know Trisha is going on dates. I didn't know that. And I want to know why she says that. Too busy to date. Too busy to date being so, her 25-year-old single beautiful self. There's got to be something else going on. But I know, you know, a lot of um, people in their 20s are very busy, you're chasing career, you're doing this, that, the other thing, you got a life going on, and but I still don't understand how you don't want to date because that's all I cared about, <laughs> like, aside from my career. Right, and, exactly. Uh, if you think of it, when you were in your 20s, Angie, you oh. were, right? I mean, I was, I was chasing my career, but I was chasing men too. So I just kind of want to see where her head's at. Um, maybe I forgot what it's like to be that age and find out what's really going on with Trisha because I don't think Trisha is alone in, in feeling that way. So when we come back, let's get yeah. her. I'm going to put let's her on the spot. Out. She doesn't like to be on the air, but we're going to put her on the air. I've been outing a lot of our coworkers <laughs> lately. You give no uh, breaks anymore. I know. No breaks given here. So <laughs> when we come back, let's talk to Trisha, get the real deal on the rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Bonsoir. 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 We're all about love, dating, romance on this show. So we were talking uh, before we went to break about our co-worker, Trisha, who works mm-hmm. here on our show. Trisha's mm-hmm. on the line with us. Hi, Trisha. Hi, guys. Hi, Hi. Trisha. Hi. And so, Trisha, you're 25, yes? Yes. 25. Okay, and you're... 
25 single. I call Trisha Malibu Barbie because oh she's this gosh. tall, beautiful blonde in L.A. Mm-hmm. And you and I spoke off the air the other day and you were saying that you have a trouble um, like dating guys long term. What seems to be the problem? Because I cannot visually see an issue. What's going on with you? I've dated people like I've dated a couple of people and I'll go on like maybe like one or two dates with them and then I will just like kind of lose interest like there's nobody that's really stood out to me Mm -hmm. and I've always grown up with like a very like my parents always told me because I did not go to college like basically my work is like everything is everything so I'm consistently like I'm always trying to involve myself in work so when I and in radio like it can be very like demanding with it and sometimes the Mm -hmm. hours are really weird and I've dated people that don't understand it and it's kind of a turnoff for me and I've even been very like upfront with guys about it too where I'm like listen I'm really busy and I'm really bad at texting and I've had people call me out on it and they've They've told me they're like, God, you are so bad at like texting and oh, I get that you're really busy. And I'm like, this isn't attractive to me at all because Mm -hmm. I almost need somebody that understands it. I don't have to talk to you every single day. Mm -hmm. So it's it's go go ahead, honey. No, there's another piece of it is that I have an ex-boyfriend that I cannot Mm -hmm. um, like I've told multiple times like I, I need him to. Like, he just needs to go away, but he... Why is he not going away? Is he texting, calling, emailing? You know what's funny? He just texted me, like, two minutes ago. Why like, Why is he not blocked yeah. yet, Trisha? I, I what's going know. on? I what are you yeah. getting from that? You're getting something from that. You're no. getting something from it. Otherwise, he would be completely blocked, completely yeah. out of your life. There must be times where you're texting him back. Yeah. There must right be t- yeah, see, you're texting him back. You're giving him little morsels, even <laughs> though you don't want him around. There's something comforting about it, Trisha. I'm, I'm playing Dr. <laughs> Okay, Simon, am I wrong? You're 100% right. That's why she has time to text him back, and uh-huh. the communication is towards the ex. There's no yeah. time for the rest because she's not over the ex yet. Yeah, but Trisha. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, Trisha, here's the thing the guys that you're going out on dates with um, are not living up to the ex boyfriend. Like, you're looking for somebody, it's like, beat the ex. I think a lot of people do that. I need somebody to be better than the ex in order for me to move on. But the ex is still kind of here as your safety net. He's your in-case-of-emergency, break-glass type of dude. And yes, you do need some guy that you date to understand your busy work schedule because your parents have drilled it in your head that that's your everything. So that's your everything right now. And they need to support it because your parents support that about you. That's what you're all about right now. But if there was a dude that came along that was supportive and was everything, trust me, Simon, this ex would never hear from Trisha again. Ever, ever, ever. I know. See, I don't agree with you there. I think it's because emotionally she's still attached with the ex. It's not a matter of perfect guy understanding the work thing. It's because it takes time to bury the past. And Mm -hmm. she's not 100% yet. I would say... Trisha, you buried 90% of the past with him. Maybe there's 10% left. It takes time to finish this funeral of the past. Then the right guy will come in. Am I right, Trish? No, that, it's very true. No? It's very, no, it's true. Yeah. It's true. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's just, um, it's it's super complicated because I have met somebody, and I've met somebody that, like, on paper is perfect. 
in like every way. Like when I think of like morals and values, I'm like, oh, like this is awesome. Well, and then all of a sudden, my ex will text me, and it's like, like I, I, it's like a really nasty habit that I cannot break. Y- but, right, because it's comforting. Yeah. So, Trisha, we're gonna we're gonna put you on hold for a second. We gotta like take a break real quick. But when we come back, I want to continue this conversation because I think a lot of people go through it. The oh, axe yeah. lingers, and how do we get over it? And where do we go from here? So, Trisha, stay there. I love you for being so open. Sorry <laughs> for putting you on the spot. It's all good. <laughs> yes, we'll expose more of Trisha when we come back <laughs> on the Rendezvous. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We've been talking, Simon, with our associate producer, Trisha, who mm-hmm. is 25, uh, says she's having a hard time with guys because they don't understand her hectic work schedule. Oh, but then we find out the ex is always texting all the time. Oopsie. I don't know if she's moved on. We're going to talk to Trisha again about that, but um, let's just back up because the calls, of course, are blowing up at 855-905-8255. Let's go to the phone. This is Trinity from Sussex, New Jersey. Hey, Trinity. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. You had a comment on Trisha and her ordeal here? Yes. um, I feel terrible about that because I know that feeling of not being able to let go of that last piece of the ex. So that's definitely troubling. You try to convince yourself that, you know, it's them bothering you, but then you have everybody telling you, well, if they're bothering you, why don't you, you know, ignore them or block them or something? Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, that feeling of like, oh, but what if, but what if? It's, it's always, you know, in the back of your head. So I just know that feeling so well. There's a formula, Angie, you always see, you know, you have to bury the past to kiss the future in that sense that unless the whole story is buried and you can move on, you can't really move on when you've been attached. So it's for all of us, men and women. We always have, you know, this last five, one percent, and then we're free at last to love somebody else. So right. it takes time. It's not abnormal. It, it just does not find the excuse of work or it's, the, it's just about us healing with the past and, and finishing it. You know, it's like once it finally does, you know, once you finally get over it, it's like this breath of fresh air and you feel like, yes. you know, yes. you're seeing everybody differently. <laughs> totally. I feel like there's a light bulb moment that goes off, like, because you, you know, will keep picking up the phone. You'll keep texting back and back and back and then finally you're like, what am I doing anymore? But Simon, I want to get back to Trisha and Trisha, we're going to have you move on with your life. And Trinity, <laughs> thank you so much for giving advice. And I, I thanks, love Trinity. that you can relate. I think we all can. So thanks for listening to The Rendezvous. And Thank you. Uh, Thank you guys, no problem. Yes, giving your two cents. We appreciate it. From Max 106.3 in New Jersey. Thank you so much, Sussex. And we'll be back <laughs> on The Rendezvous. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, poor Trisha, who works with <laughs> it us. It <laughs> takes time. It takes time, Trisha. It takes time. I've... Just a question. How long were you with the ex, uh, Toro? Uh, about a year and a half. About a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And, and the second question are you totally now physically separated from him or there's still some tiny bit of hulala once in a while? Um, I'm I'm completely separated <gasps> from him. Trisha. No. Okay, just let me reset real quick. Yeah. Trisha Trisha is single. Trisha is 25. I'm like, oh my gosh, Malibu Barbie, why are you not like boyfriends all over the place? Oh, guys don't understand my work schedule. Come to find <laughs> out. The ex is still knocking on that door and she opens sometimes. So I want to know how much are you opening this door, Trisha? Are we opening it all the way or are we just texting back? I'm I'm just texting back. Mm. I'm just texting back. There was a big. Po- I'm, I know. I'm. 
I'm just texting back. Like Simon says. You have to bury the past to kiss the future. But it, t- it takes time. I've been in, in her shoes with ex-girlfriend you're in love. It takes time. You can't forward. You can't fast forward this time. But let's not use the work excuse because I think that's totally separate. Yeah. Once, you know once, that's an excuse, uh, Trisha. Because, I, oh, yeah. L- listen, when you're in a relationship and you have a hectic job, nobody works uh, 14 hours a day like I do, I still find time for my relationship. You can find time to go on a date, okay? I know you can. So let the ex go. <laughs> Unless you're not ready and you're getting something from it That's and you get the fun. comfort right now. Nobody is too busy to love. Never. i tell you that quick story. My godfather was like the French president, François Mitterrand, in 1981. Mm-hmm. And we took mm-hmm. walks after lunch. And he said, even me, the French president, I'm never too busy to either have a talk, a phone call, or a coffee. So if the president is not too busy, then all of us can find time to love and date. We can and always find time. True story. Yeah. We can always find time, Trisha. Trisha, I love you. I don't know if we aggravated you no, or... you're good. We liberated her. What are you talking about, Nancy? Did we, we liberated did we really? Trisha. Did- Trisha, did we confuse you more or did we help at all? No, you did. You helped. You definitely okay. helped. All right. We're going to go out and get cocktails later, okay? Oh, good. <laughs> good. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> more of The Rendezvous when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, relationships. We are in the Oulala studio. Hello, Simon Marcel. Bonsoir, Angie Taylor. Good Bonsoir. We get so many emails to simonandangie.com asking for mm-hmm. advice. Yeah. And sometimes the emails are, hey, I don't know if I should be with this person anymore. They're doing this. They're doing that. Where should I go? That brings us to our segment, Date or dump. dump exactly so let's read an email here this is hillary from new orleans she listens on voodoo 104 shout out to new orleans she says hey simon and angie mm-hmm. my day got mad at me last night because he thought what i ordered was boring he took me to this really nice restaurant that's mm-hmm. known for their exotic foods and i guess what i chose wasn't exotic enough for him and he actually got upset he got over it eventually and finished the date, and he wants to go out with me again to teach me how to eat. But I'm not sure if I should go. Should I date or dump him? What an interesting little date they had. Like, what you ordered wasn't cool enough or exotic enough. Now he wants to teach her a thing or two. Simon, what do you think? Hillary, I think he got a major specimen of control freak in front of you. That is somebody who says, whatever you order is not fancy enough. Then I'm going to teach you how to eat. And then, I mean, if you want to play student and teacher, go ahead and date. If you want to avoid a control freak, dump him soon. Because I know where that is is going. One day I'll say, I'm going to teach you how to dress. I'm going to teach you what color wear together. And so it's how somebody takes control of somebody else. Now, if you're into it, go for it. But I say, dump the guy fast. Angie, what do you say? Oh, my gosh. Simon, I mean, as soon as you were talking, all I was thinking in my head was next comes how to dress. Then it's who should you who you can be friends with, where you can go. You're going out too much. You're eating this. Why are you eating that? Why are you going out with this? I don't like it at all. You're a thousand percent right. It screams control to me. And yeah, I guess there's some people that act like they like it. I think at the root of it, there are some people that pretend they like control. I don't think it, you know, after a while, there's resentment. You grow, you learn. There's a way of if you think, hey, we're at this exotic restaurant and they keep getting spaghetti. And, you know, maybe next time 
let's experiment together. Let me introduce you to something different. But instead of saying, hey, I'm going to teach you how to eat, I'm really disgusted by your boring order. I mean, it's very condescending. It's like, you're not my dad. But, hey, I think it's really sexy when somebody I'm on a date with introduces me to something new. Like, hey, have you ever tried scotch this way? Have you ever tried to cook a souffle with somebody? Whatever it is, something that I've never done, I think that's great. It's all in your presentation. So true. And there's a big difference between being controlling and confident. So some women don't know the difference. Some men mm-hmm. act like they're confident because they try to control yes. you. Yes. That's Don't confuse one with the other. The controller will make you feel un at ease. A man who's sure of himself will always let you do what you want and be confident enough in what you choose. Right. So don't fall into the trap of, oh, I love he's so confident. Tell me what to do. He knows better. No, he doesn't. He's just trying to take control of you. And so that's arrogance. a big red flag. Exactly. Yes. It is insecurity, actually. It is. It is. And it's just the tip of the iceberg. So, Simon, what do mm-hmm. you say? Date we, or dump? We say dump. We say dump. Both we of us. We say dump. That was clear as day. I don't think I've ever read a date or dump more obvious. <laughs> that, that was, one. yeah. That was yeah. an easy one. Yeah. But, yeah. Hillary, we wish you the best of luck, though. And thank you mm-hmm. for listening to us in New Orleans. We appreciate you checking out The Rendezvous. We have more. Yes of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thanks for listening tonight. So we're all about love, dating, romance. If you have Mm -hmm. questions, if you need advice from our French romance expert, Simon Marcel, or myself. And and yes, the American realist. The realist. In person, the realist. The the French romance, the American real. Go to (laughs) simonandangie.com. So we do have a listener email here, Simon. This comes to us from Jennifer from Chicago. She said, I've been seeing my boyfriend for two years. We're mm-hmm. both divorced. We both have children and we're in our previous relationships for many years. I got to ask, why is the L word so taboo for him? OK, so they've been seeing each other for two mm-hmm. years. Yeah. And he's not telling her he loves her yet. She wants to know what's up. What do you think about that, Simon? I mean, two years is a long time to not hear. And I love you, especially if you have kids, um, you know, your kid, even though they're not kids together. They each have kids. I'm sure they're all hanging out together. It's been a couple of years. Jennifer, I think it's worse conversation between you and him and maybe a couple of therapists because you guys are together, have kids and all of this. There's a reason why there's an unspoken. I mean, I don't know him. I don't want to make a reason for it. I don't know. But what I know is that he doesn't say it. That's not normal. Maybe he has some psychological reason. Maybe so let's give him a chance. I would talk about it because it bothers you and it would bother anybody else. So I would go yeah. see a couple of therapists for one session yeah. and just let him talk in the, you know, under this, this protection. Yeah, I agree. There's not a lot of uh, that came from this email. I mean, who knows what happened in the last relationship? He might be scared to death. However, I just feel like so many of these questions can be answered if we just get up the nerve to ask our partners what we're really feeling. You know, just ask, like, Th- what's going on? One, it's a tough one to say, why don't you never say I love you? Because well, Simon, either, right? Either yeah, he doesn't I mean, it, or he I, does. I do. I do think it's hard to ask these questions because you're being, you're putting yourself in a very vulnerable position. But let's talk about that when we come back. Okay. Uh, we got to take a quick, quick stop and then we'll continue on this whole topic because I know a lot of people are like how does he feel I don't know I don't want to put myself out there or vice versa when we come back on the rendezvous
This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon, we had a listener email from Jennifer saying she's been seeing her boyfriend for two years. They both have kids and other relationships. But two years, and there's no L word from him. She's like, why? Why is this happening? And you say it's... And, and I said, there's an unspoken. There is a reason. I don't know him. I don't know what. But I would like you, Jennifer, to consider to take him, to, to talk to him about it. Let's see what he says. If he, can, if he doesn't know why, but he says he does love you, I suggest to go to a couple of therapists together and mm-hmm. explore together uh, what's going on. I think a lot of the times, you know, when you're asking somebody, if you're going to sit down and say to somebody, why haven't I heard I love you yet? Maybe you're not prepared for what kind of answer that is, because that's a heavy question, especially if you've been with someone for two years. So, yes, asking that question in therapy uh, might be better. There's somebody there to help you deal with it, cushion the blow of whatever that might be. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's been two years. Like, how has this not ever come up? They both have kids. They both have been in relationships. This is not new. They have to have some feelings. So, and also why she hasn't asked this question beforehand, right? Two years. Because it's vulnerable. It's a vulnerable position to be in. For sure. But my point is, um, maybe you wouldn't wait two years. Somebody else would not wait two years. You have kids together. So I'm thinking both of you would get great advice from a therapist because I think it takes two to tango. And this mm-hmm. unspoken was grown because one didn't want to say something and the other one didn't want to be asking the question. Well, but the, the one, the one is, asking the question, I think, is really afraid of what that answer might be. Because if it's been two years with that and I love you, that might be I a know. scary answer. I know, uh, and so let's let's give them a chance to discover what's going on. I'm, you mm-hmm. know, always on the side of a good dialogue, yes. uh, and go from always. there. Especially they're together and have kids, so we want to help Jennifer to 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 move on uh, with him and not without mm-hmm. him. Hopefully, suggest some. Yeah, like Simon said, suggest some couples therapy. Good dialogue is the answer to everything. Sounds like it's not going on now, but hopefully it will in the future. And good luck to you, Jennifer. Bonne chance. Bon chance. Bon chance. Yes. (laughs) More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. It's The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. I love Simon when people write in and ask for advice. Call in and ask for advice. You can always write in and ask for advice at therendezvousshow.com and we'll probably pick your email. And so let's (laughs) uh, talk right now with somebody that called in for advice. This is Christina. Hey, Christina. Hi. Uh, Hi, Thanks thanks for taking my call, guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for calling. What's going on? What do you want to talk about? Um, I Well, I've got like this really weird thing that my boyfriend does that is kind of, uh, I don't know, it's like it's like giving me this weird feeling in the pit of my stomach. And so what he does is he's like, he's got a whole bunch of like pictures of naked women on his phone, like things that he would like find on the internet and like screenshot and just has this whole library of naked women on his phone. And when I asked him about it, he's like, oh, you know, I'm just a guy, babe. You know, it's not so bad. I, you know, that's what that's what we do. We just, like, we need it. And that seemed like a real cop-out kind of answer. And, like, he's not really listening to me about this. Is this, I mean, is that really something that just all guys do? They just have naked women on their phones? <laughs> the, like let me see your phone, Simon. Let's find out. <laughs> you, let me see all the naked women you, shots well, in here. <laughs> okay. So, Christina, okay, um, these women are not his ex-girlfriends, right? Uh, oh no, they're not. No, they're not ex-girlfriends. They're they're just like pictures of like random ladies that he found on the okay. internet. And how old is this dude? Twenty-four. Okay, 24. so I don't want to defend him, but let me tell you this: he could keep pawns on his phone. I mean, having pictures of naked women, of course, it's silly and goofy. Right. But if it's not his ex-girlfriends, I mean, it's 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 
if if it hurts, you can say so take away. But I think young guys, especially, do that a lot. I think porn is accessible on any iPad, iPhone. So really, Christina, this is nothing. Well, I was more worried at first when you said naked woman. I thought it was his ex girlfriends. Yeah. that would have been a no, no. Yeah, but we, uh, naked women on the phone. Yeah, listen. I mean, I agree. I know. I know all guys look at porn, look at naked women. Yes. But my question is, why is he saving it though? Because really, I know you use it for you know visual stimulation. But if you are at a place or whatever where you need to open up your phone and get some, can't you just look it up real quick and it's right there? Everything's right there. Why are you saving special pictures? I mean, I think he's saving it because not a fetish, but a little bit of fetishism. This face and this face and this person is a turn on. It's like almost a celebrity crush, but okay. naked. It's a naked celebrity crush. Yeah. You like know, maybe he likes one woman's chest a lot and that's the picture he's saving. Exactly. Like you have celebrity crush. Who's your celebrity crush, Angie? Simon. Simon no, Marcel no, from but... the FYI channel is my celebrity crush. I can't believe I no. get to work with you. I have so many naked pictures of you on my phone. Oh, no. This no. is a dream come true. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. And you know, come on, be serious. No, uh, but... Let's say Brad Pitt, okay? Every girl loves Brad Pitt. Okay, okay. Let's say you would have a picture of Brad Pitt, in, not naked, but let's say. It would be naked. Okay, do you yeah. think Jason would care? Uh, no, husband. but he would probably wonder why it's saved on my phone. And like, you... why do you still have it? Because, I don't know, what if my child or a friend is scrolling through my pictures and they come along it's, on I these? agree. It's immature and silly, right. but it's not against Christina's relationship. So, Christina, if he's a good guy, if the dude is a decent man, and you're sure it's not his ex-girlfriend's in any way, yeah. it means he has no emotional attachment. It's just really silly, silly things to have. Is he good in every other way as a boyfriend? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's <clears throat> he's sweet and he's he uh, does you know nice little things for me and he is conscientious of things that I like, which is why I thought that it was so odd that this one thing that was making me uncomfortable he was not bending on. He was just like, oh, you know, it's nothing, babe. It's just you know, it's just a guy thing. Okay, that if was, it's that's the... the only thing that's made me feel like uncomfortable about it. Well, if it's the only thing, really, it's not a huge thing. Do you guys have a good sex life? Yeah. Yeah, do you guys, do. <laughs> do, can I ask, do you guys watch videos or porn or anything together? Um, well, we haven't been together. I mean, like, we've been together for about a year, and I don't think, I mean, like, we haven't really needed anything extra. Okay. Maybe down the line we could. Maybe. Maybe. So he thinks about other things than, than the, the other pictures. But really, please don't worry. I would not break up with him for that. No. And and I would let it pass for that. As long as it's not his ex-girlfriend's Yep. Listen, people have Playboy magazines at home. Yeah. He has pictures on his phone. It's Keep the communication open, too. Voila. Yes. Okay? So okay. we give yeah, him a that pass. Sounds, that sounds reasonable. Feel okay. a little better about that? Don't worry right. about it, really. I do. Yours is yeah, the body yeah. and the face yeah. he's yeah. thinking about the really most. Worried. Yeah. That's true. Well said, Angie. It's true. I hope. <laughs> no, that's true. No, you know it. Thanks for calling in, Christina. We appreciate it. Thanks for your help, guys. Thanks. Anytime. Yes, and if you would like to chat with us about anything, it doesn't matter what it is, feel free. Don't be nervous. Don't be scared. You can email us anytime. Uh, you can go to therendezvousshow.com, or you can give us a call, 855-905-8255. It is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Simon Marcel, it's been an amazing night in the Ula La studio. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. Absolutely. Love. Always with us, Angie. I yes. Mean, this, you know.
I love it. Lots of love, dating drama. Once again, I aired out some of our co-workers' dirty laundry. I'm sure everybody's <laughs> going to quit tomorrow, but hey. T- tonight, you gave no breaks. If you haven't listened <laughs> to what Angie's referring to, go to our uh, webpage, simonangie.com. Listen to the podcast. Yes. She's added some of our wonderful friends and co-workers big time. Yeah, so well. So you don't want to hey. miss on what's going on down here in the studio. I've been married for six years. I've been in a relationship for nine years. There's not a lot of surprises anymore, so I'm living vicariously <laughs> and cultivating topics through our single co-workers, which is so fun. I love it. Um, if you did miss the show and you want to go back and listen, like Simon said, uh, we talked about how far you should go on a first date. Mm-hmm. All the way, none of the way. Do you have rules? Also saying I love you in a relationship. Um, it's hard for some people. And then being hung up. On your ex, <clears throat> Trisha from our show, Simon, you had a very good Simon Says that came from the show tonight. I did. I said, you know, nobody's too busy to love. Um, when you meet somebody, and even if they say I'm a brain surgeon or president or producer, whatever, that just means they're not ready to love you. That doesn't mean they're not ready to love. So don't keep, keep that in mind. Nobody is too busy to love. I agree. I mean, it takes two seconds to send a call to... Uh, send a text or whatever, you know, just to let somebody know or, or to it. spend time with someone. Everybody has a spare a spare time for something. So I yes. agree with you a thousand percent. Simon, Thanks, make sure you check that out. Simonandangie.com. Also, all of Simon's back episodes of In Bed with Simon from the FYI channel. Uh, absolutely. Don't miss My them. My other favorite show, you giving advice in public on a bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of hearing it on the radio, you get to see it on TV, which is awesome. So, <laughs> yeah, go check that all out. And thank you for being with us tonight on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.